0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. And talk some Packers.
0: Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the Pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800.
1: And Ryan joins us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Woody, what's up, buddy? Long time. Rami, what's going on, man? Not much, just working. Just doing a little work over here on the Bill Michaels show. I know you're you're doing some work up there covering the Green Bay Packers. That's all we can ask in these days, right? It's
0: good to hear from you. it's, no, it's absolutely. It's, it It beats not working. That's true. Yeah, so it's true.
1: and and it beats no football and and exactly. work and football is really all we can ask for in these trying times, Ryanwood. But before we even get into that because foot before we get into the actual football, because the sport, is such a way of life and really act- literally the lifeblood of the city of Green Bay. It's They, they outlawed or ruled out tailgating, I guess, this morning around uh, the Packers' home opener this Sunday. That's going to be weird for somebody like you who lives and works in Green Bay and is used to seeing a lot of hoopla and festivities on your way to Lambeau on a Sunday morning.
0: It will be, and I mean, it was weird last week. There's no traffic for an NFL game. I mean, you'd literally just pull up to the stadium and park right next to the last week, U.S. Bank Stadium, and it's like, it. I mean, I, I don't, that's a metropolis. I don't even know what to compare it to. I mean, it's it's almost like an, uh, uh, an Armageddon-type thing. There's no one there. This is going to be like a regular Tuesday afternoon this week. I mean, it's 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 bizarre. It's it's really weird. And I you know, there's things that I do would be weird like the empty stands and, and the visual of just, just nobody there. But it was it was weird before you even got into the building. It's just weird walking around outside the building on a game day knowing that it's Sunday afternoon and there's this, there's no commotion. There, there's no noise, there's no hoopla. It's it's a really weird thing.
1: We'll get there, though. I promise you, Brian. I promise you, Ryan. We'll get there. No no worries, my friend. We'll all be able to gather. I actually, I just saw a report that the CDC thinks we'll all be able to get back to normal life by late 2021, but I digress. I digress, Ryan Wood. Let's talk some football. Oh, so, I, so I, that's soon, huh? <laughs> I, I know it's just one week, and I'm I'm one who always sort of preaches against overreacting in the NFL, even to like three or four weeks. Like I would say, let this thing play out, and the best teams are going to show themselves in the end, but when it comes to the Lions, we have a sample size of them just not knowing how to win football games, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers look pretty damn good in week one of year two under Matt LaFleur. Is there really anything to be worried about this Sunday? I hate to throw that out there in week two of an NFL season, but given the track record of the Matt Patricia-led Lions and what we saw week one against the Vikings from the Packers, I don't see a lot of cause for concern in this football game Sunday.
0: No, but Let's face it, we thought that the Packers were going to win last year and they did. They never led the entire any of the hundred and twenty minutes, but they they won both games. Which there's two ways to look at that, right? The one way is it was miraculous. That that was basically (laughs) Matt LaFleur's word yesterday. It was it was miraculous to win two games against an opponent you never led until there was no time left on the clock in both games. The other way to look at that is that that is the ultimate Lions thing to do. Like that is just that is as Lions as it gets. Lions being an adjective for complete ineptitude, and I don't have to explain to the Lions fans that are listening; but they get it, they live it. So, the point being, no, when you look at this Sunday, it should not be close. I would it would be a surprise, frankly, if the Packers didn't just go in, roll into Lambeau Field, and take care of business. But we kind of thought that last year. So don't be surprised if it is closer than you would expect. The, the reality is, you look over the last three, four, five years, the Lions have been playing the Packers quite tough. Tougher than they've played them since pre-FARF. I mean, it's it's been decades since they've been as consistently playing the Packers as tough as they, they've been. The streak in Wisconsin is over. Uh, they've played them tough. They just... They're, they're looking up in the division still so I, I think it, it very well could be closer than we expect but it, it, on paper it's a game that the Packers should handle
1: yeah that kind of seems to be the Lions MO at least under Matt Patricia I talked with Tom I forgot this number I was talking with Tom Pelissero yesterday when I was filling in for Bill and they had six leads in the fourth quarter that they lost last year and two of those were against the Packers as you just pointed out Ryan but took six leads into the fourth quarter and lost last year like that's you said it's a miracle that the Packers won those games. It's almost a miracle to, to do what the Lions did in, in the completely opposite direction. Yeah, That's
0: fair. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, come on. If if it's a miracle that you win a game, two games, two games, excuse me, two games, in which you never lead, it is also, on the flip side of the coin, a miracle to lose two games in which you never trail. Right. I mean, that's um, – it's, it's tough to do, and it's not what you want if you're the Lions. So, uh, yeah, this – and, you know, you, you saw it week one. Matt LaFleur said it point blank yesterday. The Lions should have won week one. Yeah. And they should have. The Lions should have won two games against the Packers last year. They should have. They didn't. It's what the Lions do. They lose games they should win, and that's <laughs> what bad football teams do. I mean, you know, good football teams win games – in which they shouldn't win. You know, one of the most impressive things about the New England Patriots dynasty for me has always been that they, they even games that they, they they really shouldn't be in, they find a way to hang around and they win at the end. That's just it's what a good football team does. It's what the Packers did last year. The Packers were a good football team last year. The lie is that the opposite of that. Week one, they should have won that game against Mitch Trubisky, they didn't, and. Yeah, that's that's just what it's defining characteristic of good and bad football teams.
1: Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette and Packersnews.com here on the Bill Michaels show, Robbie McClough in for Bill today and tomorrow. How much of what you saw in week 1 do you think was real? Specifically Aaron Rodgers and 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 those receivers who we all had a lot of doubts about and were wondering why they didn't address in the draft or or at all really in the offseason. How much was how much do you think you can take out of that and say, yeah, that that's real. I, th- I think they can keep doing this.
0: Tough to say. You, you, you know what's real? I'm sure of this. What's real? Devontae Adams is real. Like that. That's that's Devonte Adams right there, right? Short of that, it's it's tough to say. Um, you know, when you when you score 43 points, I think that in most situations it's equal parts. The offense is good and the defense is bad. And if you look at Sunday, the Vikings defense, they you know, and gakway has been in Minnesota for what five minutes. They did not have Daniel Hunter and they had Hilton Hill, Holton Hill, excuse me. Defending Devontae Adams. So that's what happens. That Vikings defense is not there yet. They weren't really supposed to be there week one. They're banking on Mike Zimmer being able to develop that defense because Mike Zimmer, that's what he does. He develops defenses. It's just, it it can't, it's not going to happen week one. With that said, the Packers offense also looked very good. What we saw Sunday, we did not see at any point last year. The the, the scheme looked different, it wasn't just the production. Um, so I think it's a bit of both and we're gonna learn more about this the larger the sample size grows, more than just one one week.
1: One of the things that jumped out to me when, when I was watching and I, I've I've read some of the some of the, you know, deeper analytics and since watching the game is, is how quick Aaron Rodgers was getting the ball out. Is that is that a change in Matt LaFleur's system and, and the call and the, the plays that he's calling, or is this Aaron Rodgers buying into Matt LaFleur's system and doing what he should have done last year and getting that ball out a little bit quicker?
0: huge change you actually you can't overstate how big of a change Sunday was to what Aaron Rodgers did we the whole first season in Matt LaFleur's offense so I I did a pretty expansive story after week 17 after Detroit last year uh looking at the release times for Aaron Rodgers uh snap to to throw how how long it took for all 2019 I compared it to all 2011 all of 2019, his, his average release time on on all of his throws that year was 2.8 seconds. Seconds, almost three seconds. 2.86 seconds. On Sunday, in 44 throws, it was 2.26. His average release time. We're talking about a .6 second, more than a half second faster in getting rid of the football. That that is astronomical in the NFL. A half a, right. more than a half second. That is a huge gap. You cannot overstate how huge the gap that was. And it met the eyeball test, test right? Because how, how often did we see him? I and mean, there was one throw where uh, he, he, had a, he had a free play and, and, and he, he, he took seven seconds to throw incomplete. But short of that, th- there was absolutely he, – he, you know, he hit the back of his drop, foot down, he's getting rid of the football. He, took, hit, he hit his check downs a whole lot more than what we saw all of last year. And with the ball's getting out that fast and you've got a quarterback on time and he's as dangerous with his accuracy and his arm strength as Aaron Rodgers, that's the result.
1: Yeah, he looked I mean he looked lethal again on Sunday and not to say that he's been bad but he he looked lethal again. He mentioned in training camp that he he picked up on something in his film from 2010 that he he had stopped doing, one of the good habits that he had sort of fallen out of doing. Did he ever clarify what that was and could could that if if he didn't, could that be what we're talking about right now? Just getting the ball out quicker makes him a better quarterback.
0: Oh, I don't think there's any question that being on time is, is a, big, a big change from what we saw last year. And um, certainly it's, it's something that is important and, and he's needed to do. I, I don't know if that's what he saw on his 2010 film. You know, I asked him about that yesterday. And he said he's not going to expand on it. But then he goes right into saying uh, not just throw the ball on rhythm, uh, but with good balance. Um, and, and, and having kind of a good base to really throw from something that we haven't seen over the last few years. So, I, I you know, I, I think that rhythm is part of it. But I, I also think that having kind of a sturdy base and 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 having your 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 legs under you and, and not being off balance when you let go of the football might be part of it as well.
1: And him being a happier, more centered, more zen human being, right, Ryan Wood?
0: He um. You know, you never know. I'm, I don't, I'm not hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. So, You're you know, not. I, I, I ask him. Yeah, I thought, I know, I thought you, know, you were you know, going to so be I, in the I,
1: commercials I, with him and Colin Jost this Christmas season. That's that's disappointing, man. Know,
0: he and I, he and I, uh, share something in common. We 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 both uh, enjoy good scotch, but mm. we're not having that scotch together. So <laughs> I ask him one question a, a week, you know, two two questions a week if you count post game. I see him the same as you, right? Especially in this you know, I'm not in the locker room, so I'm right. socially distant. So it it's difficult to get a good gauge on a guy, but I mean, he he has seemed happier and and that's a very surface level distant observation. But I, I think I think that it's it's fair to say that he has and, and, and his teammates have all said the same thing throughout camp. So does that mean he is happier? I, I don't know. I can't pretend to, the, the, to the, you know, that I that I know what's going on inside Aaron Rodgers' mind and and his thoughts and feelings. But he's he seemed pretty loose uh, all through camp, and he's he seemed to be enjoying himself.
1: What about Matt Lafleur? Any change in him from year one to year two that you've noticed?
0: He's the same guy, honestly. No, I, I can't say. You know, I think his offense looked different. I think that the iteration of his offense, what we saw Sunday to what we saw last year, it, it, it was more developed and advanced. I think that this was a, a closer resemblance of what Matt LaFleur's ideal scheme is with all those horizontal movements, the jet sweeps, um, getting the defense stretched out side line to sideline and then being able to, go deep vertical with, with a guy like Aaron Rodgers and that, that's a, that's a heck of a game plan to have. Um, but as far as, you know, as, as far as him, no, I mean, the biggest difference with Matt LaFleur is that he's got two health, healthy calves now after that tearing that Achilles last year. Other than that, you know, he's, he's more active on the practice field, but other than that, his demeanor's really the same.
1: That's Ryan Wood. You can read his work at PackersNews.com, inside the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Follow him on Twitter at By Ryan Wood, and every week right here on the Bill Michaels Show. Thanks, Ryan. I always appreciate it, man.
0: Hey, Robbie. Seriously, it's good to hear from you. I hope you're doing well.
1: Back at you, dude. Hope uh, Hope the whole family is doing good up there in Green Bay, my friend
0: absolutely take care
1: thanks Ryan. he joins us on the schneider orange hotline they're hiring drivers right now they work hard you work hard and they treat you fair for 80 plus years they've been getting it done call them at 844 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road